Hey guys, this is Mike and you're listening to Feeling Twisty. I'm really glad you're here. I want to start with uh, reading one of the things I pulled from my blessings vessel. Um, if you're not familiar with that, I described it a while back. My friend uh, who has a YouTube channel, Jill Noel, Jill, N-O-E-L-L-E. You can check her out. She has some really good content on there. Anyway, she made this blessings vessel for me using quotes from Neville's books and kind of custom making it uh, to suit me. And so each day I pull one out and this one I pulled this morning and it's perfect for what I wanted to talk about today. Isn't that something? So here it is. I am willing to admit today that the circumstances of my reality are only objectifying what I am conscious of. I am willing to admit today that the circumstances of my reality are only objectifying what I am conscious of. So what are you conscious of? I could reword that, that my circumstances of my reality are only objectifying what I'm imagining. So what are you imagining? In Neville's lecture, You Dare to Assume, which I'm going to quote from today, he asks you that. He says, well, what are you imagining? Because whatever you are imagining, you are actually sending into being to be confronted with it. During the night, I uh, was thinking about one of my favorite verses. I even have an episode titled this, Mark eleven twenty four, 24, the uh, mental diets episode. You should check that one out. It's a good one. I don't recall the episode number, but just scroll down 20 or 30 episodes back and you'll find it. Mark eleven twenty four mental diets. Uh, so anyway, I was thinking about that verse and pulled it up on my Bible app. And I just scrolled uh, up. And before that, if you're not familiar with the Bible story, that's fine. Uh, and I'm not going to apologize for using the Bible because that's what I grew up with. And this, the Bible isn't necessarily some sacred text that's holier than anything else, by the way. I found truth and wisdom in movies. In fact, Blade Runner 2049, there's a great quote that I'll talk about some other time, but it was a wonderful quote that talks about feeling being the secret. Anyway. That being said, I still enjoy reading the Bible because I grew up with it and now I can see it in a whole new light. And it's wonderful. Oh my gosh, it's, it's alive now. When before it was just this history book, this uh, rule book about damnation and trying to keep myself from burning in the lake of fire at the end of time and all that. But anyway, in this chapter of Mark 11, there's the story where uh, Jesus and the disciples, are. they come to a fig tree and it has no figs, so Jesus curses it. And they come back the next day and it's all dried up and shriveled and dead. And the disciples are shocked by it. And that's when he goes into telling, uh, telling you that you, if you believe, you know, you tell this mountain to throw itself into the sea. You've heard that, for, that verse before, I'm sure. If you truly believe and you tell the mountain to throw itself in the sea and you do not doubt what you said, that it will come to pass, 
And then he leads into that verse, that whatever you ask for in prayer, be believing that you've received it and you will. Well, there's a little verse between the fig tree story and the moving mountains uh, verse, and that's what caught my attention last night. Jesus says, have faith in God. Now, in every translation that I grew up with, it always said, have faith in God. But the particular translation I was looking at last night, the word in was italicized. And when in that translation, when they have an italicized word, they're telling me that that's an inserted word. It's not in the original. And so that piqued my curiosity. So I pulled up uh, a literal translation, Young's literal translation, and the, an Aramaic translation. And it totally changed the way I saw that verse. He's not saying, have faith in God. And for me, when you say have faith in God, that's always you know, telling me, have faith in this outside being, this outside force, high in the sky or wherever he is. He's out there somewhere. Have faith in him like it's something separate. But that's not what it's saying. The literal translation is have faith of God. Have faith of God. In the Aramaic translation, it says, may the faith of God be in you. <laughs> that reminds me uh, of Star Wars. May the force be with you. But it's saying, may the faith of God be in you. Have the faith of God. Well, if you're having the faith of God, who are you? Truly, you're God. He's saying, don't you realize who you are? Have the faith of your true I am. The I am. God, the Father, whatever word you want to use. Have faith of the I am, this all-powerful, eternally existing presence, this beingness. Have faith of that. Assume your true identity and have the faith of God. I'm going to read the, now hearing it that way, the, the next two verses really changed for me. So I'll read it from the Aramaic translation. Yeshua answered, and he said to them, may the faith of God be in you. For I say to you, whoever shall say to this mountain, be lifted up and fall into the sea and will not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that thing which he says, anything that he says shall be done for him. Therefore, I say to you that everything that you pray and ask, believe that you are receiving it and you shall have it. I love that verse. Be lift, telling this mountain, be lifted up and fall into the sea. And here's what I really love about it. And will not doubt in his heart, but shall, say, but shall believe that thing which he says, anything that he says shall be done for him. Anything that you assume to be true and you don't doubt it, you assume that it's done and it will be done. Have the faith of who you really are. Have faith of God. That reminds me of, uh, I keep I talk about him a lot lately, Jim Meskimen. You really need to look up this guy. He's a, such a talented actor and impressionist. 
but when he says how he just decides to see the world from through the eyes or from the perspective of whoever it is he's impersonating he takes on the identity of that person and that's what jesus is uh, made to be saying here he's telling you have faith of god take on the identity of god of your true self who you really are and neville says in that lecture you dare to assume that when you know who you really are all of humanity will do your bidding all of creation will conform to your wishes fulfilled if you assume the state of your wish fulfilled if you know who you really are i mean you really know you decide what you want to experience you decide what you want to experience and all of humanity conforms to that that reminds me of a dream i had the other night uh, i'll tell it quickly yeah i started it was in an old fellowship hall an old uh, church building you know like the, if you're not familiar with what a fellowship hall is it's where we would go to gather to have like potluck dinners and for other functions that weren't in the sanctuary so anyway in the stream i'm in here and there's a lot of people all around and an old pastor of mine from decades ago walks up and i'm surprised to see him and i say hey are you still pastoring the church and he shook his head and said no they did, the church just doesn't know what it's doing anymore and uh, in the dream i just agreed with him like yeah i, I know that <laughs> and then he walks on and another uh, much younger man walks up to me and i don't know what i wanted to tell him i just remember being excited about sharing something with him i felt that excitement in me and he cut me off and he said you know you can never have anything you can only experience and that of the whole dream that's what really struck me uh, confirming and just or reaffirming rather what i already know but i loved in the dream i love when dreams tell me things you can you can never have anything you can only experience and that's what neville talks about all the time that god is a god of experience so i would ask you right now what do you want to experience i can't experience a bank account or numbers in the bank but i can experience financial freedom i can experience wealth i can't experience a diagnosis or a prescription written out on a prescription pad but i can experience perfect health i could also experience really awful health I could experience a world that's falling apart. Or I could experience love and freedom, and joy. So ask yourself, what do I want to experience? Because whatever you're assuming to be true, whatever you're imagining is what you're going to experience. Because God is a God of experience. And where's God? Well, who's listening to this right now? Yeah, that's you. That's the I am. In uh, 
Neville's lecture, you dare to assume. I'm going to read the longer quote now. Well, what are you imagining? Whatever you are imagining, you are actually sending into being to be confronted with it. If you really want a lovely life, be careful what you are imagining, because imagination is God. Imagining is God in action. So what are you imagining? That everything is going down? That the whole world is collapsing? Well, then, if that's what you imagine, may I tell you, you will have the experience of a collapsed world. But others won't. The whole vast world will rush to serve you if you assume a certain state and remain faithful to that assumption. And he goes on to say, I assume that things are going to be bad. They will be bad. I'm going to read the quote, part of the quote one more time. So what are you imagining? That everything is going down? That the world is collapsing? Well, then if that is what you imagine, may I tell you, you will have the experience of a collapsed world, but others won't. I assume that things are going to be bad, they will be bad. And if you assume things are going to be good, they will be good. This God of experience, this I am, this being who you truly are, kills and makes alive, wounds and heals, creates the light and the darkness. It says it in the Old Testament over and over that I do all these things. I, my I am, the only I am, kills and makes alive. I can give life to any state that I want to experience, and I can take the life from or drop any state that I no longer want to experience. It's a simple shift in what you're imagining assuming the feeling of your wish fulfilled. If you dare to assume that you are the man or the woman you want to be, and you sustain that assumption, it must be objectified. It must come to pass because you're God. You are this I am spoken of in the Bible. Like that verse Mark eleven twenty four says, Jesus is telling them, hey, have faith of God, not faith in God. That's not what it truly says. Have the faith of the being you really are. Have faith of God, of I am. Or as Neville likes to call it, imagination. Have faith in your own wonderful human imagination. Your faith in yourself, your confidence in yourself is your faith in God because there's no one outside of you to look to, no one to ask, no one to ask for help or to pray for you or to financially support you. It all comes from within you. Like Neville asks in that lecture, what are you imagining? Because whatever you are imagining, you are actually sending into being to be confronted with it.
have faith of God. And with that new mindset, that new state of consciousness, knowing who you really are, you're always God. But this state of consciousness of knowing who you really are is something we don't, we're not born with. We've forgotten who we are. And we come into this life forgetting that we're God fragmented, that we are the brothers that Neville talks about and Abdullah talks about, the Elohim that the Bible talks about, that we are gods fallen as one man. We've contracted into these human forms and this human consciousness only to expand and expand and expand. Like Luke 17, 21, and um, I think it, I can't remember the translation, but I quote this often, and I'm sure you've heard it quoted, where they're asking Jesus, where the, you know, how are we going to find the kingdom of God? Where is it? And he says, don't look anywhere. People will tell you it's over here or here it's coming. It's coming this day. It's coming now. He tells you that they're all wrong because the kingdom of God is within you. The kingdom of God is within you. And in this translation that I found the other day, it says the kingdom of God is expanding in some of you right now. Oh, I love that. And that's what we're here for, to continue to expand, to remember who we really are. And when you know who you really are, you can tell any mountain, what are the mountains in your life? Is it health or finances, relationships, that pesky problem, that special person, that or whatever, uh, not special, what's SP, uh, specific person. <laughs> Whatever your mountain is, if you know who you really are, then there is no mountain that's unmovable. You can tell this problem, this issue. You can replace it with what you really want to experience. And knowing who you really are, it must come about. Everything you say will come into being, like that verse says. If you have the faith of God, the faith of I am, the faith of who you really are. And so knowing that, whatever you ask for, and ask is a, is a, you're calling it into being. You're demanding it. You're not begging it. You're not begging anyone. Who are you begging? If you know who you really are, there's no one to beg. Isn't that wonderful? It drops all this pretense of having to get on your knees and, you know, beg some outside being for something. If you want it to be, you know, and if you don't get it, then, well, God didn't want me to have it. No, you just didn't, uh, you just didn't sustain the state. You were daydreaming. You were wishing without moving to the state of that wish fulfilled. That verse, Mark eleven twenty four. whatever you demand, whatever you want, whatever you desire in prayer, and prayer is emotion toward. That word prayer is made up of two Greek words, motion toward and to wish. 
So you're moving an imagination into your wish fulfilled. And that verse simply says, continue believing, be believing that you have it. This ongoing sustaining of the state. And then it says, you will have it. It's right there. Sustain the feeling of this new state of consciousness, this new state of mind. And it must be objectified in your physical world. Like Neville says in prayer, the art of believing. Assume the feeling of your wish fulfilled and sustain that feeling. And the state that, that, that would have produced that feeling must be objectified. Continue dwelling in the feeling of that wish fulfilled, this new state of mind. And it must come about. Have the faith of God, because that's who you really are. Isn't that wonderful? It's so much freedom found in that. So much freedom knowing who you really are. And this is not some finite existence. Sure, you might shed this garment, but it never stops. You, who you really are, never stops being. Never, never, never. You've always been and you always will be. For me, there's that's just so freeing. So much freedom knowing that. And it takes the pressure off of trying to get everything done in this lifetime, you know? I've got to leave a legacy for my children. I've got to set an example and I want to make a difference and have my name in the history books or whatever it is. Because we, we grow up thinking that this is it. This is all we've got. You've got one life, so you better make it count. Well, not on this wheel of recurrence. You've been here many, many times. Awaken to your true identity have the faith of your I am. Tell me your stories. Tell me, ask me your questions. If you'd like me to talk about something on here, let me know. You can send them to me uh, at feelingtwisty at gmail.com or message me through the Feeling Twisty podcast Facebook page. You can find me. I love you guys. This is Feeling Twisty.